CFMA, Construction Financial Management Association's podcast featuring stories of our members. I'm your host, Kate Platt, CFMA's Marketing Manager. This month, I'm joined by Jennifer Murphy. She is the CFO and treasurer of Plune Service Company in Grand Rapids, Michigan, a certified construction industry financial professional and a member of the executive committee. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much for making time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So let's just jump right into this. Can you tell me how you got started in construction finance? I kind of fell into it. I had worked for most of my career in large manufacturing companies, Fortune 500, 20,000 plus employees. And the company I was with uh, was moving the accounting department out of state. And I made the decision not to move with them. So as I looked for a job, I was uh, introduced to a position with, at a general contractor. Um, I took that position and after about six weeks of it, thought, what did I get myself into? I don't get construction accounting. It doesn't make sense to me. I thought I would understand it. And then the, the CFO I worked for would kind of talk me into circles. And I would think I back, I didn't know what I was doing. I went to the owners and said, I might've made the wrong decision for both of us being here. I got a lot of support from my boss who was one of the owners and said, nope, you're here for the right reason. And I got into CFMA because of the prior person in my position had been there. And so I took over the membership and would then working with a CPA firm. I actually wasn't wrong. I was understanding properly. It was our CFO that was um, having, wanting some numbers to look differently than they were. So oh, wow, that was my jump into construction accounting. But after years and years of manufacturing, uh, whipped and percent complete were a whole new um, gamut from what I'd done. This is a recurring theme, I feel like, where everyone comes from somewhere else and the, no, it's not the same thing. So I no, can you know, manufacturing, you put it on a truck and you ship it and it's that's your revenue and you already know what your costs are because you have a piece, what every piece costs to make and uh, percent complete and construction is completely different. So you mentioned that your your predecessor was a CFMA member, but what brought you to CFMA to the level of involvement that you are? Okay. So like I said, I really took over the membership when I came out of the company because I had some time left. Um, and initially that would have been in 06. I just attended the local um, general meetings very quietly, didn't really know anyone, um, didn't do any more than that. And I did that for about three years. Um, and then unfortunately a downturn of 2009, that company ended up going out of business. And um, I didn't realize it then, but now I realize after years in, of CFMA, um, I actually found my current position um, because a construction audit partner at the company I had been at um, was the audit partner for where I'm at now and knew they were looking for a CFO and said, you'd be great for this position. Oh, wow. Uh, and when I joined Plune, um, Plune's very, very big on our employees being involved in the industry. Uh, so I expressed to our president, uh, who I work for, that I had been in CFMA prior and right away, uh, my, the person had been here before me had been as well. And so I continued my membership and he, my president was actually at a general membership meeting with me 
And our chapter does scholarships to the national conference. And he was sitting there and they were talking about that no one had signed up to win a scholarship. And he asked me why I hadn't signed up to go. And I said, well, the conference is in Hawaii. And he said, oh, that doesn't matter. And so I signed up and got one of the scholarships and went to my first national conference in Hawaii. And there, um, just kind of the energy and the networking, and, and I still was in Hawaii by myself and didn't really know anyone, but um, it got me out of my comfort zone of starting to meet people, uh, the educational classes and what I took back from that um, were amazing. And as I got back into West Michigan, I got involved in our round tables, which we're very big with in our Western Michigan chapter and started to meet few more people and get to know people more. And as I got more involved, I got asked to join the local board. Um, did my whole six year stint through the board and through the different committees, membership program. Um, and then through that, when I was president, I hosted or helped coordinate a suicide prevention um, summit with CFMA in West Michigan with um, the Lansing chapter. and. At that time, um, Michelle Eastlin and Joe McLaughlin came out and were the national representatives. And I spent some time talking to them and really decided once I was done my local um, stint and, and obligations, um, I started getting involved nationally. So it's kind of been an evolution um, from early on just attending a meetings and not really talking to anyone to um, now being involved with exec subspecialty program and now this year maybe finance as well. So it's definitely moved um, lots of, you know, different involvement. Climbing that ladder quickly there from, <laughs> from attendee to, to, to running the show over here. Yeah, huh? well, yeah, it's just once you really get, for me, it was getting out of my comfort zone. And once I met some other people um, realizing what valuable relationships and what knowledge and, and, the ability to call up the CFO at a general contractor and ask why we haven't gotten a change order or, or why we haven't gotten paid. And it's, I know them because I've sat at lunch with them or I've golfed with them at a golf outing and it just makes things um, so much easier. Definitely. It, networking not only helps you find your job, but helps make your job easier. Absolutely. So uh, can you talk about your experience in the industry and what you see when it comes to diversity? Sure. Um, you know, I think that coming from very large manufacturing companies, Fortune 500, I, I believe the diversity, um, well, all, we always can work on it. Uh, there's much more there when you have 26,000 employees, you're going to work with more women, uh, more, more minorities and, and those type of things. And uh, unfortunately, construction has tended to be um, a white male dominated um, industry and a lot of construction companies are smaller. So you don't have the workforce to even get the numbers necessarily to have as much diversity. And so one of the first hurdles I struggled with was um, that people thought a woman could know anything about the industry. Um, a lot of times I heard, well, you, you don't get it. You, you haven't ever been out in the field and turned a wrench or you haven't ever installed this. And, and so that, you know, you had to overcome that. Um, a lot of people in our company, especially um, came from the field and they've made their way up to being president, vice president. So they had that field experience. Um, so it, was, it sometimes can be a tough battle, not only to be a woman in a male dominated 
organization, but then I, I'd never been in the field. Um, but I just really focused on making sure that um, I could contribute, that they could see that I had value to add. Um, and then another part um, that is tough is um, I'm gay. And so being a woman or being a minority, I think in construction, the first thing is you walk in a room and you already know you're different. Um, no one maybe makes you feel that way, but in a, in a large crowd, any woman that's in a room full of men, you know, you feel different already. And then um, other factors. So for a long time, I really focused on um, just being a good CFO, a good contributor, knowing what I know. Um, I kept my personal life quiet. Um, and it really was because I feel like no one ever asks is is, why is she a perfect, you know, how is she a good CFO and she's heterosexual? Well, I didn't think I needed to also explain why I was a good CFO and I happen to be gay. Um, and having, I look at it, it's a small part of my life. It's a part of my life. Not, I shouldn't say small, but it's a part of my life, but it's not everyone I am. Um, and I think when I look at our industry, if we could focus on getting women and minorities in, the other part will come with it. Um, we, there's, there's just so much to do just with women and minorities. Um, and that's, that's really where I think we need to, you know, focus first. And, and I think the other part will come with it. And, um, you know, I, I also think as I've gotten older and I've been out for close to 30 years that the society has changed a lot. There's still a lot of work we can do. Um, but I don't, worry as much anymore that I'm going to lose my job and lose my house. I'm going to lose with who I am. And as I've gotten older, more comfortable and feel like I've proven myself, um, which might be sad that I feel like I have to prove myself first to open up part of my life. But, um, you know, that's just really where I'm at right now. Um, and I, I think for us, and I'm excited, the diversity inclusion committee has been formed, excited for things they're going to do, but just helping women and minorities get into construction is is going to be um, a large, large undertaking to start with. And I think that'll be, you know, it'll be great. Well, thank you for sharing that perspective with us. So Jennifer, on this podcast, we talk a lot about giving and getting advice. So what is the best piece of advice you've ever received that you find yourself, you know, just thinking on occasionally? I can't remember who gave me the piece of advice, but it really wrapped around um, making sure and, and what I shoot for every single day is to either impart some knowledge on someone else or else that I gain some piece of knowledge every day. And I feel like that's when it's a successful day. If, if I'm helping someone grow in their career in their personal life, something, or I get something from someone that helps me grow. Um, so that's, I, I try every day to make sure that it's a give and take. Uh, I'm always willing to learn new, but also um, pass on and share. You know, I've been in the industry, not terribly long time now, but 15 years um, having my CCIFP. So as I bring in um, younger staff members or even some of my staff members I worked with a long time, really trying to impart on them um, the things I know, areas they can gain, um, areas they could grow in. Um, and it goes across even other people in the 
in the company, when I'm reading a contract, explaining to them why I look for certain clauses, what those clauses can mean to us legally, what not having insurance on a subcontractor that's on site can do to us from a risk perspective. So uh, I think that and really um, along with that goes just focusing on what I have control over and don't spend my time on things that I can't make an impact with or I can't are out of my control. Um, so that's a lot of what I do. That is great advice to follow. Do you have a piece of advice to share with our listeners? Yep. I would say get involved, get out of your comfort zone. Um, what has happened in my career, how I've evolved as a person and things with this, especially CFMA, getting involved, networking, getting out of my comfort zone, doing things I wouldn't normally do um, has helped me internally in my company and, and how I can approach conversations that are difficult or, or address topics that aren't fun to talk about, but do it in a respectful manner. Um, and also you're talking to people that are not from right inside your company or, or maybe different walks of life. And so my biggest thing I would tell everyone is, is get involved, get out of your comfort zone, um, network. It, it will do wonders for your, your career and your and your personal well-being. That's great advice. This brings us to the end of our episode. I wanted to thank you, Jennifer, and give you the opportunity. Is there anything else you need to add on? No, I think I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Great. Well, everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Voices of CFMA. If you're looking to learn more about diversity and inclusion within the construction industry, check out the resources in our online content hub at cfma.org forward slash content dash hub. And make sure to join us next month when we sit down with Rhonda Huseman, CFMA secretary and member of the Western Michigan chapter to talk about her career and time with CFMA. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe and share on social media. And if you're interested in learning more about the Construction Financial Management Association, check out cfma.org. Until next month.